to the Josh Johnson Show. I'm Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host and fellow stand-up comedian, Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. We're, we're doing something a little special today. Yeah, a little bit. So we're... I'd... We're going to have at least two episodes recorded in this hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> we're not sure what order they're coming out in, but yeah. we are, uh, we're still in Madison. Mm-hmm. Great shows. Amazing shows. And these right are, there, these you, are phenomenal crowds, and I think that someone just fell. Yeah. So if you're hearing... Yeah, that's another one. If you're hearing so, thumps, I yeah. think, well, they're also doing uh, like room service right now and stuff, or, you know... Yeah, but that, that noise came from the other direction, so that's either building or falling. <laughs> Fair enough, but yeah. So again, like our like our hotel room recordings, you might just hear random shit. But yeah, um, okay. So, but what makes this one special, Josh? We are going to be reading your emails. Yeah, we're not doing, yours as in Logan's. Yeah, not yours as in at, I hacked into your. He's email looking at and, me as he says it. But, yeah, no, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I'm glad you read my emails when I send them to you, though. I appreciate it because they're meant to be read by you. Yeah, yeah. You know? I I meant I meant maybe emails you didn't want me to read. Oh, yeah, no those. Yeah. But these emails yeah. are the emails from you, the listeners. Yeah, we're opening up the mailbag. We're doing a meg, mega mailbag. Burr, 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 burr. Oh lord. All right. <laughs> we're gonna, early. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. See, see you had that margarita you were playing around. <laughs> yep. Now you got to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no that is an issue. Um, all right, yeah, so I got a collection here, and we promised last time, our last mailbag, our last big mailbag episode, we said we were going to do at least 10. Yeah. Is what we said. Yeah. So I have a, a selection here. Okay. Um, do you want to go first, or should I go first? I think you should go first, okay. set the tone, and then right. I'll go after you. All right, let me, ooh, send the tone, let me see which one, I didn't, I, see, I have them here, but I didn't decide which one I wanted to do first. Okay. Hmm, let me see. That sounded like a toilet. What just happened there? You ever okay? This is <laughs> when I was uh when I was, when I was in college. Uh, I stayed with a friend. This is before the Animal House or anything. Mm. I stayed with a friend, and he didn't have good hinges on his toilet. So anytime you <laughs> you you lifted the seat and you just pulled it back even an eighth or a quarter of an inch <laughs> it would fall and slam down because he didn't he also didn't have the stoppers they're supposed to be on the bottom of a toilet seat so it would just oh. it would just be porcelain on porcelain slamming slam. into each yeah, other yeah yeah and uh i remember one time he went to the bathroom i heard him pee and then mm-hmm. he was washing his hands and he must have just something in the room shook the toilet seat enough to come crashing down <laughs> and it slammed and made the loudest noise and scared him and so you just hear like Clank, fuck! All right, here's the first one. This is from uh, D. Fredder. Uh, The title is Two Questions, One Suggestion. Oh, wow. And there's there's a real, I think the question is, this works, it's like a kind of a getting to know you question a little bit. It's also a very fun game to play. Two Questions, One Suggestion? Fun game to play with strangers. (laughs) Two questions, what suggestion? suggestion? <laughs> What's your name? Where do you come from? Your breath does stink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clean the shit up. Try a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Josh and Logan, first and foremost, love the pod. Started listening in December, and now y'all brighten up my Thursdays. Thank you, D. Um, I have two questions and a suggestion for you. First question, if you could have dinner with any celebrity, 
why is it Nick Cage and what soup would you get? <laughs> okay, so first of all, yeah, it would not be Nick Cage, but no, nah, I'm I'm gonna go with his his worldview. No, I'm, I'm going. I'm good. I'm not gonna. I'm just saying. I'm I'm going. I'm going in. He's constantly broke. So you know, you're paying for it. Not only am I paying for it, but I'm gonna order for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna get the creamy tomato soup, and Nick Cage is gonna have the creamy oh, tomato okay. soup. You know. Okay. And uh, and if he spills, yeah. I, w- I will make him grab his shirt and suck it off of where he spilled on his collar. Okay, so in your version, you're almost hiring him as like some sort of a, like you. It, it's a he's a servant kind of in this. He's meant to do what you give him orders to do. No, you're not. He's not a servant. It's just yeah. I know I'm paying, so I'm not gonna let him waste any right. soup, even if he does waste it on himself. You know, he's odd enough though. You could probably like pose it as if it were some sort of acting exercise. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. You'd be like Nick. Your your motivation is to get the the soup out of his shirt, and he, and he'd be like, "I love this." Yeah, and then he would. <laughs> Do you think that anybody's ever directed Nick Cage at like? Because people a lot have tried. I think he, a lot of people have tried. Yeah, a lot of people have tried. <laughs> but I, do you think anyone's ever directed him in a way that was like, Nick, you're basically playing yourself, so I'm gonna need you to do what Nick Cage would do. <laughs> If that, this thing happened to him, well, that's the thing. I think that's like all of his movies he gets booked in now. It's just like, oh, we want to, we want this main character to be a psycho, you know, like you. Yeah, we want to be a crazy, a crazy man. Yeah, now, I don't know. Okay, I don't know how many actors listen to the podcast or anything, but actors will know this better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. When you get breakdowns for auditions right. they will tell you the types that they're looking for and sometimes what they're looking for in the character sometimes they leave it completely open-ended which is very frustrating because now it's like do you want an accent do yeah. you not whatever because you're always looking for something yeah but even if it's nothing particular you're always looking for something absolutely and the thing that always trips me out is movies will say we want a nick cage type mm. but then not call nick cage yeah it's like it's like you want me but not me. That's yeah. gotta be the most insulting thing as an actor. And like, I don't know, seeing the movies that Nick Cage has been in lately, like, can't be that hard to get. <laughs> I mean, he's been in some cheap <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, looking for a Nick Cage type, I don't know. Oh, I don't know man. how you get a hold of him. You have to send him some sort of smoke signal or something. Like, he's a weirdo. You have to send some sort of raven to his house. But Yeah, I feel like if you fire a very particular musket, Nick Cage will show up. <laughs> Just unannounced. Yeah. You fired the musket. I'm here. Uh, I, I didn't pick my soup. Um, what soup am I going to eat with Nick Cage? Um, it really shouldn't be hard as whatever soup you already like. Because nah, like no. we said, you paying, so get what you want i'd love to see him just eat a bowl of spaghettios you know <laughs> oh god yeah, yeah. nah I'm, I'm not into that because what if he has that beard that he wears sometimes and the mustache yeah like he's been in a couple movies where he had that no here's my thing i if, if i'm gonna have dinner with nick cage i want it to be as weird as possible i'm not gonna help try to normal it up i'm gonna help i'm gonna make it do you think he would end up getting a spaghetti-o stuck in the handlebar of his mustache. I hope so. That's the ideal. Just fully... <laughs> I'd love to just make up a soup when I get there. Be like, we'll take the the cream of cap and Crunch and <laughs> oh. yeah, bring us that. Let's get weird. Yeah. What do okay. you say, Nick? Uh, second question. Smash, Mary kill. Pancakes, waffles, French toast. Okay. 
I think that French toast is great, but it's not good for you in life. It's not. It's not something you go for that longevity. You know, mm. like it's is is sort of, it is sort of a side piece breakfast. Yeah. So then I would have to smash French toast. Yeah. I think that Mary, when it comes to Mary, mm-hmm. a waffle comes to you with an already like predetermined. Here's how many squares. When you pour the syrup on, mm. there's only so many squares that you need to get the syrup in, and the waffle's like a container of that. It's like yeah. a real wife that's like, hey, you good right here. Stop. This right. is the line. Right, yeah. You don't want those diabetes. Go ahead right. and stop right. pouring right, right now. She checks you. Yeah. So I would marry waffles. And then yeah. I would kill pancakes because... It's really just sort of the plainest version of those two things already. It, that's the thing. It's like I I hate to say it because I love pancakes. I love me a good you know stack of flapjacks. Yeah. Okay, like it's I'm in the same place. I think I'm marrying waffles because I love waffles mm-hmm. and I want them in my life mm-hmm. going forward. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want waffles to be the one that got away. Yeah, French toast is when you feeling dirty. Yeah. French toast is is like mm. if you if you're eating mm. French toast every day, you're either you're either eight or eighty. Like yeah. you like you don't you're not really thinking about your life, like your yeah. future. Yeah, no, yeah. But like but French toast, like I I don't want to kill French toast. And it's like, ah, you know, pancakes I guess I've had I've had enough. You yeah, because I mean? this this is the other thing about pancakes. People will try to spice up the pancake and I'm like, if it's not good enough on its own, then why are we eating it? Right. But like waffles though. I'm always finding new ways. Like we just when me and Jess ate at that place in Chicago, mm-hmm. it was that gluten free place. They did a spicy chicken and waffles thing. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, it you was don't good. Really get God like, damn, it was good. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> you really don't get a spicy chicken and pancake. Nah, and it's and it's a it's <laughs> you uh, don't really. It is low key a missed opportunity because you could wrap a drumstick in a pancake. Right. If it's little enough, if it's yeah, like a could. wing size, you could. You hit bone though, so then it would be like pancake and bone. Yeah. That's nasty. You do but like, you do like a little breakfast taco, but the tortilla is a pancake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we both just stared off, contemplating our life's decisions for a second there. Uh, lastly, my suggestion. After hearing a couple stories of people laughing while listening to you at the gym or running and the strange looks they get from other people nearby, I had a great idea. You guys should start a line of athletic wear. Something with the show's logo on it or text that reads, I'm listening to this podcast. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I think this is a cash cow just waiting to be milked. I'll take 20%. Nah, I'm just playing. Good, because you weren't going to get it. No. Lord. <laughs> no. No. But I actually don't hate that. But yeah, uh, keep it up. Much love from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. D. Fredder, and then in parentheses, it's like DJ without the J. <laughs> that made me laugh when I read it. That is very funny. <laughs> thank un- you so so much for writing in. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, D. Um, all right, here this one. Read this one, Josh. This is from DJ. Okay. We got D and then DJ. We're working our way up to a multi-letter name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Hi, Josh and Logan. I love this podcast and listen to it often when doing my Physics 2 homework. Keep up the good work. I had a story that leads up to a question. I was in high school, and a group of black students were talking about rap music, debating who's better, Tupac or Biggie. In the middle of the conversation, a boy from the group tapped me on the shoulder and asked me who I thought was better. 
Before I answered, a girl shouted, don't ask him, he doesn't know. I just sat there and realized she was right. (laughs) That was the moment I knew I was different. (laughs) Besides that, what was the nerdiest thing you've ever done? Oh, This question is for you both. Thanks, DJ. (laughs) Yeah, the, the title of that is Being a Black Nerd. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot to read the title. That yeah, is. It does give that, some context. That gives there. a lot of context because yeah. now I've I've betrayed DJ. I'm so sorry because now basically DJ got set up the way I got set up. A lot of people when I tell stories and they don't know who I am, right. they're like, "Who is this white man?" <laughs> um, I think the nerdiest thing. Oh, nerdiest thing I've ever done. Oof. Okay. All right. This this might qualify. Let's see. So. Years ago, mm-hmm. years and years ago, and I'm and I, I'll have to explain even more later. But <laughs> I, I had a date, and I was very excited for the date, right? And I told her I would pick her up at eight, mm-hmm. and I'd pick her up on my bike, and she just assumed motorcycle, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I showed up on a bike, on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was she was very kind about trying to hide her disappointment. Mm-hmm. Like she was very like, oh, you know, like yeah. like almost almost too positive. And then it turned out that even picking her up on the bike was a bad idea because I don't have the strength or the the general balance mm-hmm. to have somebody sit on my handlebars. Right. But there's also no room on the back. Yeah. And so then you got to have her drive it and you, then you yeah. got to sit on the front. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that what happened? No, I mean, it's not what happened, <laughs> but it's what should have happened. Yeah. And uh, and then, yeah, basically I had to chain up my bike and then I got us an Uber, which is what I could have just done in the first place. <laughs> and it was like, it was a moment of just like her realizing she like was not going on a date Wait, with like a cool person. How long ago was this? Because you said you had to get an Uber. So you were uh, an adult then. When was this? Was this in New York? This is relatively an adult. I wouldn't call myself an adult. Okay. Uh, Were you in Chicago? This was like maybe the last throes of me being in Louisiana. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Still not great, but okay. Yeah. I was thinking of like when we were taking Ubers with Chicago or New York and stuff like that. It's when they started really being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was was a little bit before I moved. Okay. Okay. And man. Still not good. You were still what? 20 something? Yeah. 22. (laughs) You know what I was doing at 22? Getting married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I, what I did. Yeah, I think because outside of that, that, that's one of the main. Oh, you okay, you know what though? There yeah. there there is a different thing. Okay. Um I, I got really good at this match three game mm. on my phone. Yeah. And it, it's an it's an RPG slash match three game, right? And so I was getting into the story, and I was getting invested in my characters because obviously you get characters along the way, and you choose who to right. who to beef up, who to level up, everything. And then um, I was playing one day, and mm, had no idea <laughs> that uh, the woman in the room with me, whose place I was staying at was naked (laughs) 
like no, like no like truly no idea at all. And when, like was she like trying to put out vibes or she was naked? She was na- <laughs> that that seems like a vibe. Why well, didn't know if it was like <laughs> yeah? I don't live here without roommates. Right. Okay. And and Damn. then yeah, it took me a while. I, I I think I had beat like four levels before I was like, is that is that a booby? <laughs> And then she was like, you are clueless. Get back on your bike and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like the same night. <laughs> what about you? It's hard for me to narrow down because I'm a pretty big fucking nerd. Uh, but like one that came to mind, because I'm always a person like I, I usually less so now because there's too much shit to watch. But I used to always know like every actor who was in anything, even mm-hmm. movies. I always just kept track of like I used to watch, you know, every pilot season. Like I would watch all the pilots of like, just, I want to know like what's going to be on TV this year. You can't do that now without going insane. It is actually very funny because I know our listeners can't see it right but as you're telling me you used to like know all these facts there's yeah. like a glare in your glasses <laughs> <laughs> so it actually it actually looks way nerdier than you're even saying <laughs> because just imagine okay yeah. like if you've never if you've never seen uh logan before just imagine his glasses shining while he's saying this because it makes it 10 times nerdier it's like the elijah wood character in uh sin city where you don't see his face you just see the the white glasses yeah except except you're smiling about actors from movies (laughs) but i remember like and my like my family would always ask me like hey who's the guy from the thing or whatever i'd be like oh and i have a name for it but i remember one time just and this isn't definitely not the nerdiest thing was a story that popped up I was watching TV with just like my mom and then like my little brother was there. I think we might have still lived at home, might have been still in high school or something like that. And a TV show was on and it had like an actress in it. I want I think it was like like Elizabeth Shue or Maria Bello, something like one of those actresses. And and she was on and I was just like, "Oh, that's you know, what's her face?" And my mom was like, mm, "No, I think it's this person." I was like, "No, no, no, no. It's like that's that's Maria Bello. I know." I'm like, I've already seen like the ads for this show. I know that's her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, I'm pretty sure. It's-. And le- my little brother, too, was just like, like mm, I think you're wrong, Logan. It's this other girl. And I'm like, no, guys, I I know. I know that it's Maria Bello. Yeah. And they were just like, mm. And so I got him. I got like, I might have been college because I got out my phone or something. I looked it up. And I was like, yeah, see, it's her. And they both looked at that and they both said, you would look it up. <laughs> And they were so fucking mad at me. I've never, like, they were, like, disappointed in me and angry at me. And they were like, God, you would look it up. You couldn't just let it be. And I'm like, no, because I was right. Wow. And you guys wouldn't allow me to be right. That is very funny, I though. had to prove to you, you're you're the wrong ones. That is that is so funny, because that's what you do with, like, you're truly out of cards. You're like, you would look it up. That, that's the thing. You old nerd. No, and here's the thing. I love my family, but they all do that shit. Yeah. Like, my mom one time, she was watching, uh, like, the movie version of Pride and Prejudice. Uh-huh. And she kept calling. She's like, oh, I like, I like Mr. Dossie. Which it's it's Mr. Darcy, but they're English, so they're saying it, it's like Mr. Darcy, and she's like Mr. Darcy, <laughs> and I just said I'm like Mom, I'm like the name's actually Mr. Darcy, <laughs> and she goes, Well, they say Mr. Darcy, and I was like, I know, but like it's it's Darcy, they're just <laughs> it's just their English accents. You don't hear the R very well, and she goes, I prefer to call him Mr. Darcy. He's Mr. Darcy. <laughs> And then we just sat there quietly watching the rest of the movie because I got yelled at by my mom 
for telling her how the name is pronounced. So then you didn't subtly turn the subtitles on and have his <laughs> Oh, say, that would have been good. That would have been really good. Mr. Darcy. Man, I fucking shut up. And then the other thing that makes <laughs> me laugh is just imagining you're at your, you're your home. Yeah. And there was a dispute with your parents over something that is like maybe kind of obvious. Right. And so then you whip out a history book. <laughs> yeah. And then you point in the history book where you're right. And I could just see your mom or your dad going, oh, okay, so you want to bring up old shit. All right. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I only ever look something up when, like, I know I'm right and the person just doesn't believe me. I don't, like, if someone's like, oh, I think it's this person's movie. I'm like, oh, I don't know, so I don't really care. Do you want to look it up for fun for us to learn? But, like, I don't give a shit, really. But that I'm like, no, I'm like, I, I know I'm right and I need to show you. And then it's like, mm. I was on your side until you said for us to learn well no but i I mean like like, "Mm, no no, they write about you no 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 i'm saying nerd (laughs) (laughs) you tried to take a woman on your bike for a date you do not get to try to bully me now you fucking nerd no 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 no. all i'm saying is we in the same boat all right Mm -hmm. you you like to learn as much as i like to take women on rides on bikes no no okay we're not in the same boat because i would actually have a boat and you (laughs) You'd have a unicycle or some shit. No, no, no. I'm not that Brooklyn. <laughs> Yet. I can't wait one of these days when I come out there. <laughs> Got a handlebar mustache. Like, Josh, did you give your mustache a perm? Fuck. If you had a handlebar. Man, that's yeah. fun to imagine right now. Ugh. Okay. I'm, <laughs> just Man, and with your afro, you'd look like the black Gene Shallot. That's how you look. Who's Gene Shallow? Uh, he used to do movie reviews. I'll show you a picture of him. Oh, okay. I knew you may not get that reference, but remember that guy? That's Gene Shallot. Oh, yeah. I didn't get that reference because I'm not a nerd. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for writing in, DJ. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for that. So this one is from... I think we've had an email from this person before uh but <laughs> the name of the person is owl man i think we've had them before yeah i yeah. like to if you notice their their picture there is an owl mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh the title of this one josh is i too have had worms in my chocolate remember when we talked about this about the little worm and like the chocolate egg oh yeah 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 so I just got 40 minutes in the episode Pigeons and Pen Pals. Logan reminded me about how, after Easter when I was younger, I ate a whole bunch of chocolate eggs. I noticed that the eggs had holes in them. Sometimes I would find little crunchy white brown things in my chocolate that could pass as nuts at a glance. But then I found one or two crawling around in an egg I was eating. Josh's face right now. I didn't eat a chocolate egg for a while. But two years later, I did the same thing again. Only this time, I found a whole bunch of corpses. Never eating chocolate eggs again. Now you too know my nightmares. <laughs> yeah. What? First of all. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. Where is where is this person? Because you've been clearly eating chocolate eggs at a funeral home. <laughs> There's no reason for that many clutches to be <laughs> clutches. <laughs> Chocolate clutches. 
There's there's no reason. Where are you eating? The, where are you getting them? If you if you yeah. get them from somewhere and they've been expired for five years, there's all manner of mm. violence in them. Yeah. But like, what? How? Yeah. Yeah. What brand is this? You, you need to email us in with the brand of these eggs to do a service for yeah. America. These are, <laughs> these are uh, Cudberry eggs. <laughs> These eggs came from Hershey's. God. God damn. Oh, man. Some Dove chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) That's so nasty. You get some of them Dave chocolates? Yeah, you get some of them Dave. They ain't ain't that good, but they cheap. They cheap. You know, you can actually get a Dave chocolate for about a third of the price of a Dove chocolate. Mm-hmm. And instead more chocolate of, too. It's more chocolate. And instead of inspirational quotes, you'll you'll really just get a different slur in every package <laughs> of Dave chocolate. Dave's an angry man. Yeah, no, it's weirdly like those old milk cartons. It's actually you open up the wrapper and it's just a missing kid's face. That's what <laughs> It works like the ring, where it's like, if you eat this chocolate, if you finish this piece of chocolate, you're going to be in the wrapper. you going to miss the next. Oh, that's so nasty, though. Like, I know that we, obviously, I'm not I'm not trying to put, I'm not, I'm really not trying to put them out there like that, because right. I know we brought it up. Right, like, yeah, I can't yeah. act like they're right. crazy for writing in all right. the thing that we talked about, yeah. but just there's something about it happening to somebody else for me that is yeah. like to not only know it's still happening, but to happen to that degree because the they thing. took a two year break in between. Yeah. Well, another thing too, like my one story, like, it, like, it, like I still vividly remember it when I was eating that chocolate and I, and the thing was too, I wasn't certain if it was a worm, but it kind of looked like it. And I just yeah. got scared and I threw it away and just like, and I haven't really fucked with chocolate eggs since. So in the fact that like someone, ate a whole colony <laughs> of chocolate egg worms and then, and then took a break and then found clearly some that had to break out of the eggs to oh, die or whatever gosh. like that yeah now it's like fuck no never touching a little also chocolate how big egg. are the holes because if they're yeah. itty bitty holes it's like all right i can see how you could think that's like air pockets or something yeah. but when it's like holes <laughs> When it's got like, like ec- when it's got when it's got like extra holes, yeah, that's mm. uh, so oof. Yeah, thank you for writing in, yeah, even though you. even though we we reacted pretty violently to your email. <laughs> I want to say thank you for writing I, it. It I, does mean a lot to us, and we appreciate you. That was that was one. I remember when we got it. So we got that one a couple months ago, and I've actually I've been saving it like for a good mailbag episode to read that one to you because I knew oh. we I knew we couldn't just tag that one at the end of an episode. We were gonna need some time to process that one. Oh, read this next one here. Thank you, Owl Man. Thank you, Owl Man. Okay, and then this email is from Phoebe. Don't do the last name; just say Phoebe. Okay, that's that's a good call. I I tend to not do last names. The only one I did was D. Fredder, just because he signed it that way, and like that's that's fair. And Owl Man might be one word, might be two. (laughs) We have no idea. All right. So this next one is from Phoebe, and the title of it is you saved a dog's life oh this is already off to a great yeah, start yeah, I like this, this one. hi guys for a long time i've wanted a dog but listening to you guys talk about your pets made me realize pets are work <laughs> and i'd be a deadbeat dog mom <laughs> 
Maybe a cat will feature in my five to ten year plan. They're the cacti of domestic pets. <laughs> That's pretty good. Anywho, keep up the good work, spreading joy, saving dogs, etc. Best, Phoebe, a reluctant cat lady. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Phoebe. Thank you so much. That Okay, so here's the thing. Cactus. D- yeah, cac- cactus. Cactus. Oh, well, wait. Because Ca- yeah. cats are the cactus of the domestic cat world. Yeah, I no, I, I, I understand. Yeah. I was just trying to decide if I liked it or not. Oh, that's the it, first. Hey, that's the first time you took the time to decide if you liked one of my puns. Yeah, because here's usually the, you just immediately violently hate them. Yeah, because the bear thing was completely uncalled for. It kept coming. <laughs> you got you got it with one. You know what it is? Sometimes your puns mm. they feel like you know, like when when somebody is like, let's let's say two people are just staring each other yeah. down, and one of them like just like swings on the other one. Yeah. First swing, granted. Now we're in a fight, but you're like you you come with puns like that guy that can't stop swinging. <laughs> and it's like really eight to start. Wow, jeez. And so that's why the bears thing was a rough one for me. This cack thing, I'm with you on. I'm just okay. trying. To, I'm trying to. So how do you pronounce it as a pun? That's why it's it's hard because cactus is already so close. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of almost go like cat cuss. <laughs> See, Cat, but yeah, when you, no thing, it doesn't work. Is yeah, the thing. when you slow it down, to, it makes. It, but if you do, how about this? If you say cactus, it it kind of is. Yeah. yeah, but then it also sounds like you're just saying cactus wrong. Yeah, but you're saying a lot of people say things with an accent and pretty much pronounce it wrong, like Mister Dossie. <laughs> yeah, like Mister Dossie. Um, that is that's good to know. It's good to know that we were a warning beacon for people who maybe wanted to get a pandemic pet. Yo, and then yeah. now the world is opening back up, and mm-hmm. so they're like, they mm-hmm. now you just be stuck at home sometimes. I have, I have, in the the going on eleven years, I've had my dog, who again I love very much, would do anything for. I've spent a lot of money on surgeries and stuff like that. She's my best friend in the world. Uh, sometimes I wish she didn't exist, and I. <laughs> And I, but in the eleven years I've had her, I've <laughs> you can't say you can't say all of it with the same <laughs> cadence. That feels nope. crazy. I feel all of it equally. Uh, sure, but to you, you have to expect me to have a reaction. <laughs> I was to to say you know I love her. I do anything for. Her. Sometimes I wish she didn't exist. Yeah. Like you just kept it going one train yep. of thought. Yep. Um, yep, don't take it back. Uh, but in the 11 years I've had her, I've spent a lot of that time talking people out of getting dogs. Yeah. Just because I, cause I had friends, and we had it too probably. You probably had friends in Chicago too who are like, I think about getting a dog. Like I always have friends who say that. They'd be like, I think about getting a dog. And I'd be like, cool, do you, like, I, I'm like, how often are you usually like not in your apartment? They're like, oh, I'm usually gone like all day. I'm like, cool, don't get a fucking dog. Yeah. I'm like, you yeah. guys notice how I have to make sure I leave parties at certain times? That's because my dog has to piss. Yeah. I have to get home and make sure my dog gets to piss. Like, that's yeah. that's what I do. You know, the worst was when I'd had friends who they'd be like, yeah, we're thinking about getting, like, an apartment dog. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, the three of you? Like, just roommates? And they're like, yeah, like, we just get a dog. And I'm like, cool. So, y'all plan on living together for the next 15 years? Yeah. Oh, no. Like, you know, she might be moving out next year. I'm like, cool. Who gets the dog? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I'm like, yeah, this isn't a fucking goldfish. <laughs> and I mean, 
Yeah, it, it's and it's, you know how much you, the three of you are gonna have to coordinate to make sure the dogs getting taken care of everything. Like you know, uh, yeah, it's a it's a real catch twenty two because anything that cat is 22. easy. Uh, <laughs> anything that is easy to leave is rarely got the wherewithal to care about you. So like goldfish, very easy to leave. Yeah, gerbils, pretty easy to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, like though, but those things also can barely show any affection towards yeah, you yeah. cats are probably the perfect bridge to like they care about you and they can be left alone i here's one i always suggest because i used to have one i had them when i was younger and then i had one as an adult too but guinea pigs guinea pigs are a good practice pet because literally you just need to like give them their food and then they just sit in their cage and they poop and that's it. They're not like hamsters or like gerbils or ferrets where they try to escape and stuff. Because like a lot of those will break out. We used to have hamsters like when we were kids. And you'd turn around every now and then just like, it's not in there. Because <laughs> like, they're crafty. Like they can chew through stuff. They can solve kind of like puzzles. There was one we never found until suddenly there was a weird smell coming from behind our fake fireplace. Oh. <laughs> there was a dead hamster back there. Oh. <laughs> we couldn't find him. He got out. We didn't find him for a while. Like for like weeks, I think. He was just missing. And we're oh. like, well, shit. I know. I know. I believed you. But they're escape artists, man. <laughs> I, no, but they I, are. I believed you. You didn't have to tell me about a dead pet. <laughs> Like I was saying. protesting, <laughs> you, you, I believe I was nodding, and then you still felt the need to be like, "Cause one time, I'm just saying that's how crafty they are." I know you just saying, but then you keep saying, "But like, <laughs> but like guinea pigs, like they they do not want to. They're yeah. they're good. They yeah. want they want some hay. They want you know they like carrots and raisins every now and then. And it's like you give them that shit. They're happy as hell. They whistle and stuff. They're great. They're a yeah. good they're a good practice because they're even before because like dogs are like oh you know I gotta people always they're always like practice kids you know when people get dogs like they're practice baby of like oh can we keep a thing alive that needs attention and all this stuff Ham, like guinea pigs are even lower than that like can we just feed a thing. Mm-hmm. Can we feed a thing? Can we mm-hmm. remember to do that? Like mm, maybe twice a day. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I think I maybe fed my guinea. No, we fed them twice a day. But like, I so off the chocolate thing, right? Right. What about? What do you think about like a two grand bar? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's got one like rice crispy thing in it. It's got one rice crispy thing in it, and the other thing is. Probably an egg of, yeah. of some insect. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, if it's got two Krispies in it, one of them's an egg. Yeah. We only put one in the in the two grand bar. Are you work on more candy yeah, puns here? Yeah, instead of... Look a, who became the, the pun fiend over here. Look at you. Instead of a whatchamacallit. Yeah. It's a what the fuck is it? Yeah, I, you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it even has the little symbol so they don't yeah. say the F word on the rapper. <laughs> Um, was that what you were gonna say? Is what the fuck? No, it really, yeah, it really was. And then uh, was let's see one more. Milky Way. I was trying to do a Milky Way yeah. one, but I feel I feel like it, it like yeah, because Milky Drive doesn't sound like <laughs> as bad. Milky Drive. <laughs> <laughs> love how fucking bad that is. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> the milky drive. 
because I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even think to do like a <laughs> like a different name for yeah, a like, street. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mickey Drive. Uh, That's fucking dumb. <laughs> instead of a, instead of a uh, almond joy, it's a it's cashew cancer. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Read the next email, you goon. All right. This next email is from Jenny, and it's titled Snake Girl. Mm. Oh, wow. All right. Hi, y'all. The story about the snake girl reminded me of my brother. He's insanely good at catching animals that shouldn't be caught. They were normally mostly harmless ones like bees, bats, owls, and spiders, Damn. which, wow. Damn. Already. What a list. Already. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you you caught a bee? You didn't get stuck by a bee. You caught a bee. He said owl in there. (laughs) Owl. Yeah. An owl. Like, are you Harry Potter? How (laughs) do you have an owl? Yeah. Damn. I barely see owls at night when they're supposed to be out. And and also bats Mm. and spiders. The spiders make more sense. Spiders make more sense. All right. But I'll keep going. I've, I've I haven't caught a bat, but I've corralled bats. But an owl, yeah, I've never been close enough in a way to even make that happen. Yeah, yeah. You looked angry at me that I said I've corralled bats before. No, I, I wasn't. I was just shocked. Yeah, I don't think you've mentioned that to me before. So that's a wild. Oh thing yeah, yeah. To... No, the house I used to before I moved back to Chicago, the house I lived in outside of my hometown uh, with my ex, uh, we'd get bats in it all the time. We had a we had a closet that just had like an opening to the outside, so we literally like taped it off. Because bats were getting into the house. And once we blocked off that closet, they never came back in. If that had been me, yeah, I probably would have bought a gun. And I would have been shooting my own walls. Yeah. <laughs> Making more holes for bats to come in. <laughs> Making more holes for bats to come in, but at least I got that bat. Yeah. We had a, we had a couple. Because one time we were just together, we were just talking, and then suddenly you noticed my, like, Maddie started looking up the stairs and was, like, getting all weird. I was just like, what's up, buddy? And then suddenly, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> then bat flies about. And, and I was, I don't like how good that noise was. Ugh. And it was it was a big house too, and that we had to like we had to like slowly close off parts of the house to corral the bat to one section of the house because it was it was going wild. It was nah. all over the place. Nah. And we oh. got to fly out the front door. Oh, okay. Anyway, all right. Yeah, mostly harmless ones like <laughs> <laughs> bees, bats, owls, and spiders, but occasionally. He'd go back into the field with a bucket and come back with a snake. Mm. Damn. Mm. All right. Mm. Mm. We'd adapted the procedure of nailing the lid down so it couldn't be opened or let go. But one time he caught a snake and my sister put it in one of those clear animal cracker containers without really securing the lid. First of all, animal crackers can get out of the animal cracker container. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about securing yeah. it, the lid. Like, yeah. what do you mean? You <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, okay. I, I like they said that. I'm like, that is the the least secure container I can possibly imagine for putting you, you ever wonder a what slithering the, creature into. You ever wondered what the opposite of Fort Knox is? <laughs> Fort Knox is. Is a clear animal cracker container. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. All right. (laughs) Without really securing the lid. Cut to a few hours later, and the snake is somewhere lost in our house. I bet this is a movie. 
My, <laughs> my parents hadn't seen the snake and had no idea that it was actually a rattlesnake and Jeez. not a harmless one. Oh, Jesus. Luckily, it was only lost for three days. Oh, Cause only. I guess, yeah, because I guess you could have nine yeah. meals and three sleeps without... Yeah. Yeah, we only slept at night while it was in our house a couple times. Yeah, that those are hotel problems. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where you need to go. Even if yeah. it's just to the Motel Six and call Animal Control and be like, "Hey, can y'all stay yeah. at our place for a little just while? Just go hang out for a couple of days, see if you can find this thing." But after finding it, he had to stop catching snakes and moved on to other animals. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> love love you guys you're the best stay safe and don't catch snakes i'm i mean you didn't have to tell us but yeah you you really you really didn't have to tell us that one but i'm i'm excited for the next email where he is just straight up caught a person <laughs> he has now uh, gotten really good at catching olympic athletes um <clears throat> wow thank you for that though jenny uh, this next one is from Madeline, and the uh, the title is Good Evening. Uh, I love that you can tell a story is going to be really hilarious because Josh will start it with, can I tell you? Like his name isn't in the title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or he will say that Logan might have to cut it out. <laughs> That's true. You do say you might have to cut this one, and then it tends to be like the funniest story of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, I never, I never want people to be too put off and so sometimes right. when the story is like particularly like wild i'm like hey right. this may not be the vibe we're trying to cultivate <laughs> uh josh mentioned that sometimes a friend will point out something that you do that you didn't ever notice and it isn't necessarily a bad thing but it sticks with you well my friend did that to me recently with this very podcast I was making her and another friend listen with me, and apparently I was mouthing the words to it, and one of them was very confused and asked, how many times have you listened to this, that I know the story that well, and before I could answer, the other friend, who has known me my whole life, cut in and said probably not that many, that's just how you can tell Madeline really likes something. She'll mouth the words and know it by heart. Damn. Wow. 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 That's... (laughs) insane i mean at first i thought it was just like oh she's listened to it that many times she's memorized but even just like if she really likes something she memorizes it yeah man because people ask me like oh what was that one episode when this happened i'm like i couldn't fucking tell you at all and i edit the thing (laughs) man that's 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 so amazing uh it really stuck with me and now i'm overly conscious of it because hey you guys can take it as a compliment because she was right i really do love this podcast well thank you madeline that's fantastic yeah thank you so much thank you for writing in thank you for telling us about that um oh i think madeline is also the person who said we could pick a tattoo for her uh oh no wait what hang on so this next section is i'm worried that in my last email i may have caused some issues not that i'm super upset because you two arguing is hilarious but if it helps to have an idea of the type of bullshit i already have on my body so i think this is the one that said we could maybe pick a okay all right i have two crows an inchworm a lovely drawing of a flower that my non-artistic friend tattooed herself and the word Sappho done by another friend. Her rationale is that she didn't want anyone to be confused because I can't flirt with women. What? I guess I don't know what Sappho means. I, I don't either. That, I don't know. So maybe that that means that something. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> uh, um, 
This is not even counting the stick and pokes from my youth. What? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry too much about it. LOL. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now what I want, though, is so just right next to that inchworm, just get a chocolate egg with a hole out of it. As if the inchworm just came out of the chocolate egg. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we would that, like. That. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a lot of responsibility to even suggest to somebody what <laughs> tattoo to get. So I, I don't take it lightly. Yeah. It does make me feel some type of terrified. We did have. We forgot to come back to that, but that was something we really wanted to think about. Uh, yeah. Uh, there is a last part to this. Um, I do have a request for you two. Your episodes of the intimacy test made me think about how cool it is that we can associate random things with people we know very well for no reason. For example, one of my friends makes me think of dark green when it's hot and rainy and shopping and shopping carts late at night. Madeline, you on another level. I'm just like <laughs> I feel or at least your friend is on another level. Yeah. Like your some. friend can only be described in like a couple of <laughs> objects and some colors. Just some it's like you have you met Greg? Yeah. yeah. Look, he feel like red yeah. and lamps at yeah. the same time. <laughs> not red lamps, not yeah. lamps with red bulbs. He yeah. feel like red with some lamps yeah, in the yeah. room. He puts out this vibe that's like, I don't know, like a fuchsia sexy hay fever. I don't know. Do you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know him. Look, you ever seen a cracked bowl? Yeah, that that's kind of what he's putting out yeah. there. Yeah, you know, or a chair with three legs. Mm. That's mm, but human his. legs. <laughs> you ever see a chair with knees? <laughs> uh, another friend makes me think of Moonstone and Fall. I'm, it's nice to know that even as we were joking, we weren't far off. No, we weren't far off at all. There is absolutely no reasoning behind any of these claims, but if you met them, you would know I am 100% correct, so just trust me. Uh, I was wondering if you could tell us a vibe of some random things you associate with each other. Sorry for the long email. I keep notes when I'm listening so I don't have to email 40 times. I wish you both all the best. Thank you, Madeline. Thank you so much, Madeline. Um, I think... Mm. When I when if I had to grab random objects, right. I think I would. But it can it be colors too? It can just be vibes. It doesn't have to be objects. Okay, all right. I'm yeah. just saying it, it, yeah. you don't have to just make yourself you know, yeah. stuck on that. Um, I think that there's a there's a a very light green with some yellow in it. Okay, and uh, next to that, so not in it, mm -hmm. but next to it is a beer. <laughs> and then next to that mm. is like a movie review. Okay. <laughs> and I think those things are like kind of the the vibe. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean you're go so you're going very literal. These are things you associate kind of with me. Yeah, yeah. Bit. Like 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 if I had to pick a color and then uh, if if I had to pick things that like I think you both enjoy and that make me think of you, it's those things. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Mm, let's see. With you, just a pile of dog shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, it comes out. Finally. No. no. So color-wise, I would say what I associate, and this may be because you've been wearing this color more, but like kind of, kind of like your hat. That kind of like 
uh, I guess what would that be like a burgundy almost like a, a yeah like you a know? burgundy but that's like like but you've been wearing like you have that shirt too but also like I do feel like that is a good color for you like it works for you so like I have been kind of associating that a little bit okay. I would say okay um I don't know if I have any object maybe I mean like a backpack because you always wear a backpack it's always full of stuff you're slumped over trying to carry it all on your back I don't remember it like that but okay <laughs> And then, and then this is this is the vibe I associate with you, and it's really it's just a thing you say. It's like, hey, how's your day going? Like that's kind of mm-hmm. that's like the energy you put out, and you have a smile when you do it. Like mm-hmm. that's that, but that's like that's something I associate with you. Okay, see, I, I could almost take it all as a compliment. It is all a compliment, the, except for the slump thing. I really don't. I was not slumping in so the he, backpack. It's only it was only honestly. This is just back early in our friendship in Chicago because you would always be coming from work and stuff too. So yeah, and you'd always be like hurrying, and you always have to like lean forward a little bit more so you can cover more <laughs> ground. Oh, come on, man! You were adorable. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> one time, uh, I was running because I was I thought I was gonna be late. Mm-hmm. And I was running with my backpack to Daily Show, and yeah. as I was running, I saw Trevor, and then Trevor Trevor would run just for some exercise, right? And uh, so he was running, and then I was running next to him. And he was like, oh, you don't feel like you have to run just because I'm running. And I was like, oh, no, I'm just, you know, I I like and I, I didn't want to tell him that I actually like really needed to go to the bathroom before the morning meeting. <laughs> and so I was like, no, nah, nah, I'm good. And then at one point he was like, Josh, why do you run like you're being bullied? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I like I was le- OK, so basically because of the way I packed my backpack, the left side was very heavy. Yeah. So then as I was trying to, trying to run, I actually looked like that meme of that girl that's trying to get out of the way. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like there's like a goose behind her or something. Right. That look, that. But I looked like that with my backpack <laughs> on. And so even as I was like running next to Trevor, he looked at me like, what is going on? <laughs> Why do you run like you're being bullied? Oh, <laughs> I don't know Trevor, but I just I want him to know someday uh, how accurate I found that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, here's one you can read. All right. So this. <laughs> <laughs> you were so disgusted that you accidentally turned on the camera I, on your phone. But I didn't know how. I didn't even touch. I didn't even touch. <laughs> Imagine if you just turned on the camera and you were barely touching no, the phone. No, I know, but like the face you made was that it just like turned into a dick. Like you no, were just like, oh, who put that there? This is the thing, but this is this is how it starts. Because <laughs> why are you laughing? Like, just, I don't this know. Is, this is how it starts. First, your camera turns on when you ain't trying to turn on everything. Mm. Now you that old dude that yeah. like puts the camera away, like just moves the phone <laughs> away from himself while he's trying right. to use it. Yeah. No. Oh, dude, when we were driving out to uh, Rosemont last week, or we might have been even in Chicago at that point driving, mm-hmm. uh, Jess like tried to open my phone. She thought I had the facial recognition thing on, which I don't have. I do mm-hmm. it to go. I don't. I don't need it knowing my face that well. Yeah. And so what she does as I'm driving, and I'm like, she just like was gonna open up, and she just puts the phone like in my face, and I was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, it doesn't." I'm like, yeah, "Let me open it." <laughs> <laughs> like while I'm driving, just a phone right in my face. Can I tell you, I there was a there was a relative that that did that, but with uh, a cousin's laptop. <laughs> 
because in their mind, if the phones could do it phones now, of course laptop, the laptops course could can. do it. And so they took the whole laptop. And it was your. It was like yours. It was big. <laughs> it was like a big. It was like a big old HP. It might even been a Dell. It was a big, big laptop. It was like a thick one. You know, you yeah, like yeah, the yeah. ones you can still drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was that, and then they brought it from the desk over to the couch and just put it. Put, put it in their face blocking the tv everything and then when nothing happened they did a circle like they waved it around <laughs> in a circle <laughs> and finally you had to be like what are you doing yeah and they were like oh it doesn't unlock what you no that's why that's why there's a bar for you to type letters oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so then this is from Lenise. You think it's Lenise? That's how I would pronounce it. That's uh, it. So this is from Lenise, and the subject says, Standing you from Shreveport. I found you on YouTube a couple of months ago and thought you were hilarious. Well, thanks so much. Then I heard that you were from Louisiana, and I felt a kinship. And then I heard you were from Alexandria and went to college in Shreveport, born and raised. That's what she's saying about herself. Mm -hmm. And it all just came together from one weird black kid who is now a (laughs) weird black adult. Um, Weird black adult does sound terrifying. (laughs) Weird black kid sounds endearing, but as a as I'm I'm grown now. Yeah. So now I'm a weird man. Right. That's not that's not as quirky. Like a a weird man. Sounds like you gonna read about it in the newspaper. Yeah, weird, weird black adult sounds like some like some racist like report to the police. Like I don't yeah. know, he was some sort of weird black adult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Oh, so okay. So so uh, she's saying from one weird black kid who is now a weird black adult from to the unclaimed sector of Louisiana to another. I see you. You're killing it. P.S. Logan, you're cool too. Hey. Thank you so much. Yay. That means a lot to me. Because this is the thing. I think that there's a, you know, Lenise already said, but there's like a kinship among black people that are a bit odd because there yeah. are like, it's not as if there are so few of us that it's not a big thing. But I think that up until the early 2000s, unless right. you were like stereotypically black, sometimes you were even sort of cast out among black people right does that make sense yeah no because i i kind of remember that i mean obviously not as well but like that cultural movement kind of happening where suddenly there's like oh hey no like some of us are black nerds and that like it was it was a little after when like just nerd stuff in general was like oh it's not like nerdy to be a nerd anymore you know i mean since like fucking comic-con's huge whatever but it was like it was still like but it's, the, it yeah. seemed like that specific thing was, and it's like we've always been around. It's not like a new phenomenon, no, sure. but it but it was this thing of eventually it became this cultural shift where right. it was not only accepted, it was like a little bit more being brought into the fold of 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 blackness and it, and accepting that that was like another shade of blackness, like right, like because up until like even when I was in high school, if you were a black kid but you didn't seem like in the know about all the stuff in the culture and everything. Right. People would call you like, quote unquote, you know, like white. Right. Like you'd be a white black kid or something. Right. And then as people started to accept that, like, obviously not every black person is the same. Then this really, this really cool thing started to happen where blackness became more of anything that you wanted it to be by nature of you being a black person. So I definitely feel what you're saying. And thank you for writing in. I appreciate it. What do you think, like 
like pop culture wise like what what was it that you think started pushing that more into like mainstream culture because now that is like kind of more of like you know a, a widely yeah. seen thing i guess yeah i think that and i know just times have changed and so a lot of things are just trying to be more inclusive anyway because even like nerd like youtube channels or whatever like that they're always like now making sure to like embrace you know it's not just all white faces anymore it's still a lot of them but like they're being like oh white people aren't the only nerds and in fact the you know a lot of the white nerd culture tends to be the more toxic side of it too sure (laughs) i mean i i think that there there were some icons and then there's also just some movement so i think to your point the internet is very big because the internet showed how many different shades of everybody that there are not just yeah. black people and people were able to find each other so now whole sure. groups of yeah. people who wouldn't have had access to each other can now find each other then on top of all of that you had icons popping up so like you know people up till present hate them love them whatever but it's like kanye did so much for expanding the consciousness musically and culturally for a lot of like young black people growing up Mm -hmm. from being like this like backpack rapper to like even the pink polo even when he like people sort of downplay it now because we like to rewrite history as if we were woke the whole time but early early in kanye's career he was like guys there's no difference between homophobia and racism yeah like and it was early like he like i mean he got he got trashed for it by some people because mm-hmm. it was it was early enough in his career where he was just starting to have a little bit of a platform and he's like guys i hate racism i hate being treated differently just because i'm black and everything but then when i look at hip-hop and i look at a lot of us and and you know how we talk about people and how we talk to people i see that there there's like all this homophobia and it's like why would you why would you be like that if you know that's that's already how you've been treated? Right. And it's the same. It's a different thing in the same form. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's like even that thing right there was huge. I'm not saying Kanye's some gay icon or something, but like that, <laughs> right. like that thing was so big because it was in a pocket of culture and, and music that no one was having those conversations. And so and it's and it's one of those things. A lot of things will happen throughout history that are that are like needle moving yeah that never really get remembered as that because now that that right, that yeah. whole interview is like lost to history like sure. like almost no one like even deep hardcore kanye fans don't remember that interview right but i remember seeing that and being like wow that's like yeah that like it's sad to say but at the time for when he was saying it mm. that was like brave for him to even say right but then you get to all the way to like from the early 2000s and like He's doing college dropout. He's doing graduation. He's doing Yeezus. He's doing AOA and Heartbreak. And those things also spanned this way broader brushstroke of people and started to, I think, connect people that liked it even more than they liked, you know, college dropout and late registration, mm-hmm. which are the classic, like, soulful hip hop right. hits that made him famous. Those things, after when he's doing these sort of weirder releases and people are the industry itself is having a more uh like a, a more unified approach and not liking it mm-hmm. the people who do like it actually keep it in the conversation right and then and then make it a classic and i think that some of that happening was because 
once again with the internet, people who do love 808 Heartbreak found each other, connected right. over it, and then like 808 Heartbreak is a big black nerd album, and like right. Yeezus was like unappreciated until years later and everything. It when you look at Kanye's career, it actually wasn't until I feel personally I feel like after college dropout and late registration, he didn't get a fully of like a fully acclaimed both critically and by the people all in one classic album again yeah. at least in recognition until uh my beautiful dark twisted fantasy because right. some people that's their favorite album and yeah. past favorite kanye album then you have uh donald glover and then donald glover shows I, up he was one i remember kind of that because he would rap about that a lot by just being yeah. straight up saying like i'm a black nerd and I'm yeah black, you know black nerdy kids are listen because i always listen to it all of like early shit even from when he was in college like i had all yeah. those you know eps and stuff like that and so that that i think was the more direct i think i think you know a lot get a lot gets attributed back to Kanye, and, right. and rightfully so. But I think that Donald Glover was the first person that really stepped up and was like, "I am expressly this thing." Yeah, and he made this. He made specifically this thing cool. He made being like you know, quote unquote, a black guy that talks white yeah, or like that stuff, or or like a nerd or all the other well, stuff. I he think made he, it cool. He also got to attack it from two angles because he was doing the music as childish, but then doing comedy too because he was he yeah. was he was on community he was a writer for 30 rock doing stand-up and all of his comedy too is about like being a weirdo yeah and stuff. yeah so he got to like attack it from that and then in his music could be more serious about it but would still just call out like i'm a i'm a nerd i'm sure. weird you know here's the stuff i think about you know? yeah and i think that all of that happened there was like there was yeah. like honestly you could all you you could almost call it a full 20 years of of progress right in terms of creating a a a a culture that both accepts and adores black nerds. And then Cory Booker ran for president and knocked us <laughs> back about a decade. <laughs> so I think we're still in about the 2010s as far as progress as black nerds. Yeah, Cory Booker came through and just, oof, oof. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that turn. <laughs> but thank you so much for writing in, for real. Yeah, and and yeah. I and I appreciate you and I'm 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 so glad you enjoy the show. Yeah. Well, I've noticed that too when we do shows like cuz you know they were from Shreveport and stuff like that. And it's interesting that's something that both areas that we're from have the similar thing when someone's like, "Oh, hey, where are you from in Louisiana?" Like people do it to me they're like, "Where are you from in Iowa?" And it's yeah. like those kind of out of the way places when when you do find someone that knows where the hell you're from i don't know why but that is just like an intrinsically like special experience especially with, like if you're not from like if you're from new york and someone's like i'm from new york too where from and then you just, you name neighborhoods yeah okay i kind of know where that is yeah you know but it's like and it's like oh yeah no i i know that small town i know it <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah absolutely uh, speaking of that, here, let's go from Shreveport up to Iowa. The, the title of this email is Thompson, Iowa, and this is from Noah. Hello, guys. So I recently remembered that Logan lives in Iowa. My friend went to Thompson, Iowa recently and had a, quote, beginning of a horror movie type experience. Once he entered the town, uh, his phone and GPS stopped working. He decided to drive around and just take a look at the town. He was driving down the neighborhood, and he realized that nobody in the neighborhood was was looking at him. Or wait. Oh, sorry. 
he was driving down the neighborhood and he realized that everybody in the neighborhood was looking at him through their windows and doors. And when they noticed that he saw them, they would quickly hide. <laughs> he also found a burnt church <laughs> that was creepy as fuck. Overall, a lot of the people he interacted with were all very, quote, cult-like. Uh, my friend asked someone he knew from Iowa and they told him we don't go to Thompson, Iowa. <laughs> So I wanted to ask Logan if he knows anything <laughs> about Thompson, Iowa. Thanks. Uh, I don't think I've ever been to Thompson, Iowa, but I've had those experiences though, even in Iowa, because some like because I I went to a gig once that was in fuck maybe it was in Thompson. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the name of that town, but it was similar. But I drove there, and it was like my GPS stopped working the second I got into town. And I'm trying to get to the address where this show is happening at this community center. And so but it just stops working. It's like, it's like, no, sorry, you're on your own. Can't find you. You're off the grid now. And it's like, I'm in a town. And my the difference was, though, he was seeing people staring at him. Like, I, there, was, there wasn't a soul around, and they had, like, no streetlights. So the town just looked dark. And I was like, I don't know if anyone lives here. I'm going to be murdered. And then I eventually found the the community center. I had to like drive out of town. I didn't realize it was like kind of outside of town. And I got there and I pull up and you know I see some people going and I ask some guy. I'm like, hey, is this this community center? And he goes, you you one of the comedians? And I was like, yes. He's like, I figured I don't know you, so you must be coming here for this. And he's like, this is it. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> it was a fun show, but yeah. uh, but it was yeah. So I've had that experience. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Small towns are cult like though. I don't know how it is like in the south too, but like No, it's 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 pretty bad in parts of the south because in parts of the south there is an actual like church that's the only church in that town. Right. And so yeah, yeah. now you just got a full cult. Yeah. Like now even, did you ever did you ever seen did I ever show you the snake videos? No. <laughs> I don't think really? you have. I've okay. seen, I've seen those types of videos, but not the specific ones All you're right. talking about, so I think. There is one. Yeah where it's a it's a it's a it's a sect of christianity where they sort of pray and dance and do all of their worship while holding and handling snakes and to my knowledge and you know i might be wrong but to my knowledge one of the one of the reasonings that they do it is because it's a sign um it's a gesture in real time that god is protecting them right. by not letting them get bit by the snakes right and when it goes wrong, <laughs> it is both one of the saddest and funniest things to watch because a lot of people that do it do keep like the anti venom yeah. nearby. Mm-hmm. So what are you saying? Yeah. Like that yeah. like does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's like it's you being like, mm, God might not have my back this time. Yeah. Even if you believe it, believe it. Yeah. And to so, keep antivenom nearby is being like, Well, you know, I did some shit last month. So yeah, Well, you know, we ain't crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that I'll I'll have to I'll have to tell uh the the longer story at a at a different time but yeah one of my friends went to a, a small town in i can't remember if they were in alabama or not but it was like just a small country southern town yeah. and it had one of those churches and they they went and they sat in the back and they were just like oh this is wild like they really do do it 
Like they really yeah. do pass snakes to each other and they really oh, do like God. dance with the snakes or whatever. And he didn't want to be like in any way involved with the snakes, so he just sat in the back. Yeah. But I'll I, yeah, I'll tell you the full thing later. Okay. Well that's a good racket though for that girl's brother who was catching snakes. There you go, selling yeah. to these churches. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Stack bread, you know. <laughs> uh I believe it's your turn to read one, sir. Speaking right. of more more small town stuff, I think this one has yeah. some so this email is from Joe. It has no subject, but it says, Hey friends, I would just like to say that Logan, I think you are hilarious and amazing. Oh, thank you, Josh. Josh ain't half bad either. <laughs> now I see why you want me to read this one, you monster. <laughs> no, it was already your turn next, but then yeah. I realized this was gonna be extra good for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're the worst. Listen, uh, I've been waiting for Josh to say those words to me for nine years. So What? That you're uh, a monster? No, I'm funny that you <laughs> like oh, me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like me. <laughs> um Josh ain't bad. Uh, oh, it's a hard to read, huh? Josh ain't half bad either. Ha ha, I'm playing. <laughs> I love you both. <laughs> you're, you're all, y'all are friendship goals to the max. I have a topic idea for you guys. I'm from a small town where there ain't shit to do. So growing up, we had to get a little creative in order to keep ourselves entertained. There was an abandoned water park near my house. So naturally, that's where we would hang out. I would go there after school with my friends just to mess around and break shit. The cool kids would go there at night to party. My friend even lost her virginity there anyway. <laughs> That's how she typed it. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering what kind of things y'all did for fun growing up and what kind of quirks your hometowns had. Keep doing what you're doing. Best wishes, Joe. P.S. Sorry about your brain, King. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, that actually is probably the most important piece of merch that that we yeah, need that to we start investing in. Get, is just yeah. some hats that say "Sorry, Sorry about your brain." <laughs> Sorry about your brain, King. Um, okay. I mean, first off, like Joe, I want to know what was it like to live so near an episode of Scooby Doo? <laughs> <laughs> like, there was an abandoned water park near my house. Yeah, move. Don't live next to the abandoned water park. That's got murder written all over it. Uh, How does an abandoned water park not immediately become a skate park? That yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Like that, that's immediately what you do there, right? Yeah, you'd think so. You'd anyway, think. Uh, but I think so. I do think that we could make a whole episode out of this, especially with like some more. Um, we could do a more in depth version, but like yeah, let's, let's but name I, something. I think that I've mentioned a few things off the bat that that we did so we would do like that little bit of ghost hunting right that yeah. i told you about where we went to those different houses in the country and stuff and then um we would we would also break things we would go dumpster diving right and like sometimes you would genuinely find something cool uh, that was worth keeping yeah i never did but uh there was there would be sometimes where we i don't even know what you would call this game or so one of my best friends is uh, is Jacob, the one in L.A. There's yep. one in Chicago and one in L.A. We're right. all very good friends. Uh, but I've known Jacob in L.A. since I was like, like almost a baby, like yeah. three, four years old. And Jacob and I would, yeah, we would like, there was, we I think it was behind Kroger. Yeah. We would like 
pull things out of Kroger's trash because they'd have these huge boxes, right? And like all this other stuff, and we would um, we would use the boxes. I think one time we used the boxes to slide down a steep driveway mm-hmm. and just rode them like sleds, and that was amazing. Hey, there you go. That was very fun uh, until. You only get so many trips, and there's no way to know how many trips you get. <laughs> and so, so then, on that last trip with the cardboard is just disintegrating, then you actually like rip your pants, and your your butt's on fire. Right, and it's very hot because it was in the summer when we would do it, and I definitely scraped myself up real good one time. Right, because <laughs> you just don't you don't know if this this thing is gonna last for four trips or two, and then uh, right. We would also, we would, we would skateboard a bit. Like I never got good at actual tricks or anything, but we would just sort of cruise on skateboards. And then, um, we were, you know, coming up when, when, uh, Jackass and, uh, Viva La Bam were big. So we would always film ourselves doing like yeah. real dumb stuff, like, yeah. like jumping into the dumpster or whatever. People don't realize like how how big of a thing that was for our specific generation yeah like jackass and do like because we i was very into that stuff too and we were one time like we had a list of stunts we wanted to do for our own video that we never ended up shooting which was probably good because we would really hurt ourselves but like like we were like creating like a whole show we wanted to make of us just doing yeah jackass stunts basically it's it's actually crazy because the same way we were talking about like uh kanye and childish gambino and everything i think that all of the guys involved with jackass probably their their impact on what would become internet culture like youtube instagram tiktok is probably never going to be fully stated because now Instead of a, a like, you, you remember they would even do those compilation tapes. Oh yeah, like that's um, how they like kind of all got started too. Was like CKY. Yeah, was, the CKY. That was yeah. Bam Margera's first thing. That so, was like how they got seen by like, like Knoxville and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So then, the, what what basically spans from that is all this like crazy stunt stuff that you see on Instagram. It's like I honestly think that if Jackass had never been a thing, if C CKY had never been a thing, that a lot of social, obviously not all of it because it's it's the whole span of the world. Yeah. But I think a lot of it would be more tame. I think even now, as as people are like upping each other and doing these wild stunts just for like twelve seconds on Instagram. Yeah. That stuff still spans back to the to oh, the consciousness being heightened by the jackass stuff. Well, and I think jackass too. Like why that started taking off too. I think the real spearhead to that kind of entertainment was. America's Funniest Home Videos. I think that was kind of the first of being like, oh, we can just put people getting fucking hurt on TV and people will like it? Cool. Because in that 90s, too, they started having, you know, world's wildest animal attacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. Then Jackass- All of those shows should just be called Someone Not Helping. Because <laughs> I like America's Funniest Home Videos. I right. like uh, Ridiculousness. I, I like a lot of them. Except for the animal one, because yeah. the animal is the only one where I'm like, yo, you see what's happening. Well, and I remember, do you remember they also had that show Real TV? And that was, it was like the very serious version of like accidents caught on tape and all that stuff. Yeah. And I noticed, because there was a couple times where I would see the same video from AFV and Real TV. They were on, like, there was the same video. The only difference was AFV cuts 
right when the accident happens of being mm-hmm. like, ha ha ha, look at them fall. Real TV plays the whole thing where you realize, oh, that person's fucking hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That was the only difference, just when you edit. Yeah, AFV <laughs> cuts right before they slide out of the car. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's nothing like watching something like that, like like seeing a video of someone in a situation where they actually should have died and they're okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's like so harrowing. Like, like um, there was a guy who got pulled off. Basically, he was this, this drunk guy. Um, this this went viral, so I don't know if you'll already remember it as I'm describing it. But there was a drunk guy that was trying to get his bike across the train tracks, mm. and must have had his headphones in. And I'm talking like not earbuds, like straight up headphones, right? Okay. So he's drunk and he's got headphones on, and he just does not hear the train right behind him. And the train is definitely going to hit him because right. he, he can't seem to get his bike over the track. Like he's just too out of it and too drunk. So a train worker runs, is running next to the train. So the, they've, they've caught up to the train, but obviously the train is faster well, and it's well, about to pass them. Well, and trains take like a, like miles to come to a complete stop. Yeah. So if they're going on, it's like, oh, well, we're going to hit what we're going to hit. Yeah, and the train <laughs> the train also is like blaring the horn and yeah. like he doesn't hear anything. So the guy's running next to the train. He finally runs right in front of the train pulls the guy out of the way just in time and like saves his life like trip saves his life and then if i'm remembering it correctly beat the hell out of him like just like like (laughs) was just like what are you doing you idiot like is this video from i think korea or something and the guy was like so mad (laughs) like he saved his life and then he also slapped him (laughs) which i mean to a certain degree Fair enough. Like yeah. to a certain degree, why are you out here public drug? You almost ruined a train conductor's life. Yeah, because now that dude's been trying to stop, and you're just drunk and got your headphones in, and it's like, and he's literally the the other frustrating thing about it. I'm sure for the train worker is that this is a gravel road with the track at the top, and then more gravel road. Right. So it's one of the reasons he's having trouble getting his bike over it. Anyway, the guy. If he hadn't saved him, he still would have only been one step from being off the tracks anyway. Right. So that's why it's like, oh, now I gotta, I gotta risk my life because you're almost, almost, you're almost you're there, almost gonna die. Ugh. But I remember I laughed so hard whenever he jumped out of the way, and you think he's gonna, you know, help him up, be like, "Are you okay?" Everything. Yeah. And then like he helped him up, and he slapped him. <laughs> you made me run. What is wrong with you? Uh, but yeah, we used to do dumb shit in our hometowns. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking like, how do we get to this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we used to stand in the parking lot and talk a lot. Anyway, but we should do an episode on like small towns. So because I because we had some dumb shit, but they would take a while to do right now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we made a promise. Ten emails. This is email number ten. All right. This we is got, it. I got one more. Okay. All right. So this is from Brandon, and the title of this is Doppelgangers. Uh, first off, top tier podcast. Josh is one of my top five favorite comedians, and Josh and Logan have this cartoonish roommate dynamic duo vibe that makes every Thursday my favorite podcast day. Well, that's nice. Uh, schmoozing out of the way. I was listening to some backlog episodes and remembered you guys mentioned the Battle of the Joshes, and Logan brought up doppelgangers. Between myself, my family, and friends, I have logged no less than 65 doppelgangers of my own that my friend keeps labeling. For some reason, my mom has me on her phone as number 61. 
<laughs> she claims it's a misunderstanding, but I think she knows more than she's leading on. And so he's got a photo here of himself. Okay. And then he's got a bunch of doppelgangers include, but are not limited to a soccer player. Okay. Uh, one labeled Base Brandon. Oh wow! <laughs> and it's okay. a text. He's his friend found Base Brandon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one I found on TV that my friend has dubbed Protein Brandon because <laughs> 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 he's buff. <laughs> Uh, and one that was in a let's call it an adult photo shoot to the point where my friends wondered if it even could have been my dad oh my gosh <laughs> point being I obviously believe they exist and uh, that I'm the only one that knows about them uh, and I don't know these people or their names but it's too coincidental and therefore I must eliminate them to be the one true Brandon hey, I get that uh, it can be only one it's highly under rules Thanks for the laughs. Keep it going. One million out of ten podcasts. Thank so, you, Brandon. Can I see it again real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I need to okay. This protein this, Brandon. This might track. Right. What was the black guy from <laughs> Wii Sports? From Wii Sports? Remember Wii Sports? Yeah. And there was like all these levels that you could play tennis, boxing, whatever, right. and then you would go pro. Yeah. And the top the top like a avatar was a black guy that had the beard. I don't I don't remember that. I didn't really play a lot of Wii. Okay. So. Give me give me one okay. second because this is this is important. Because I okay. That one is, minute. <laughs> one minute. Is that a weird fucked up thing though that the, the final athlete you get to unlock is a black guy? <laughs> nah, I think that's accurate. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you wanna you wanna play this basketball, you gotta have to beat a lot of black people to get there. I don't care if you're black or not. <laughs> Look at who's at the top. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> not a lot of, <laughs> not a lot of not black guys in yeah. some of those. Some no, of those, no. the boxing. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. Come on through. Uh, okay, so let me see. We sports. Why? Because are you saying this is another Brandon that I, we found? I, that's why I need you to keep the picture up. Okay. Because uh, sorry, Brandon, we may have just found another doppelganger. Josh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he look a little bit like Matt from We Sports. Ooh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think Matt might Ooh. be number sixty six. All right, Brandon, go look up Matt from We Sports. <laughs> Just know, look, Brandon, just know that you're the final boss of Wii yeah, Sports. Yeah, I got to say, though, Brandon, you've kept your cool with having this many doppelgangers. Because I saw one guy once who did look like exactly like me. I just happened to see him driving in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was jarring because it, it looked a lot like me. And I got to say, I didn't care for that shit at all. I'll tell you right now. And I know I'm like I'm a I'm a doughy white guy with a beard. I look like a lot of Midwest comedians, but that guy specifically like had my face, and I was like, "Ooh, no, I, thank you." I saw a guy that looked like me, and I went home and I actually prayed against him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Lord, you know who's the one." All right. <laughs> Uh, bless me and keep yeah, me. Keep me. Only me. Oh. Uh, all right. Thanks so much for listening to the Josh Johnson Show. And thanks so much for writing in. We love your emails. Yeah. We love reading them. We love spending this time with you through 
reading your emails, and we look forward to getting more of them. If you're trying to catch up with us on the socials, you can find me at Josh Johnson Comedy on Instagram, at Josh Johnson on Twitter, Josh J Comedy on Facebook, and Josh Johnson Comedy on YouTube, where we're going to be posting clips of this show. And if you're looking for Logan, you can follow me on Instagram at Logan M. Nielsen. Uh, and if you want to get into the mailbag, we do these mega episodes every now and then, but we do them in every episode too. You just got to send us an email, Josh Johnson Show at gmail.com. Send us anything there. We're trying to get through all of them that we can. Um, yo. Also, leave us a five-star review. We read those, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You leave those on Apple Podcasts. We like to read those in the mailbag, too. We kind of go back and forth. But, uh, you know, anything. We're trying to get through everything. We Some of these were old ones from, like, I think one of them was from February still. Like, we we got a lot of emails. So, don't yeah. worry. Also, if you've sent us one, we're getting to it. Just, you know, we got a, we got a big backlog. Good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. We're going to live forever. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank yeah. you for writing in. And we look forward to doing more. Hell yeah.